Hey everyone, welcome back to the channel. It's Denise Salcedo and I'm very stoked to bring you a very new interview. Today, we have none other than Impact Wrestling's very own TJP. What's up, TJ? What's going on, Denise? How, uh, thank you very much for having me and uh, how is your day going? It's going great, but I'm looking at this awesome collection of stuff that you oh. have here. I'm seeing masks, I'm seeing bouts. I mean, that's a pretty cool setup you have there. Yeah, I'm in my home office right now. Um, a lot of this stuff was all in boxes until not that long ago. I, it, my, my family persuaded me to start putting stuff up in my house and stop being lazy, so... <laughs> nay you gotta do it i feel if you have a really good working space you tend to be more productive during the day so with that being said we're obviously all staying home you know a little a little bit more than usual nowadays how are you spending sort of this extra downtime that you have um you know for the most part i i pretty much am usually in this room at my desk here because uh, i you can't see it but my my camera and my phone is actually sitting on top of my PlayStation right now. <laughs> uh, so usually I'll be at my desk and uh, um, and on my Twitch uh, channel, like streaming some games and uh, you know doing Q and A's and things like that, engaging with fans. Um, uh, I have a gym downstairs that I built on the first floor, so uh, I haven't had to go out to like the normal gym that I have. Um, so for the most part, I almost never have to leave the house unless I'm getting supplies for my uh, little brat baby pigs because they are highly demanding. I could only imagine. How much do they eat in one day? Oh, they're like humans. In fact, uh, their first big meal of the day is coming up in the next, I don't know, half hour or so. And they'll have breakfast, lunch, dinner, just like anybody else. And uh, it's a lot of snacks in between that they'll complain to dad for. So. That's hilarious. I yeah. love that. But let's get into it. You have returned to Impact Wrestling. What has that been like for you to sort of be back here once again? You know, it was a really easy decision for me to make. Um, when, uh, you know, I had left uh, WWE last year and I had a lot of opportunity to go to a lot of different places. I really had wanted to get back to Japan and Mexico. And that was like my primary goal when I was getting out. Um, and, uh, you know, Impact Wrestling uh, through Scott Tamora had reached out to me. And, uh, you know, a lot of the boxes were checked off. I mean, they, they knew exactly what they wanted to do with the guys that they were reaching out to. Um, so I like that. You know, you're not flying blind and, and you, you know that there's, there's, um, intent involved and there's you know a mutual investment that <laughs> they want to make with everybody that they're working with and their roster is incredible and i think that's something that's been understated until probably only recently people are starting to realize like how good this roster is and from top to bottom it's so balanced and i'd been in impact wrestling you know tna wrestling before from year one until now like every generation of it I've never been in the soccer room when it was as balanced as this. And, uh, you know, people that open the, the, the show one night can close it the next. So, you know, the women's division is strong. The tag team division is strong. Uh, the X division obviously is strong. Uh, and always has been, I think. And, uh, and, you know, the heavyweights, everything from top to bottom is incredible. So. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that, the fact that they have a lot of great talent. And here's the thing is that Impact Wrestling right now is getting a lot of buzz. What does it feel like for you to sort of be a part of a company that is always trying new things? 
Um, I mean, it's a lot better than being <laughs> part of a company that slams into the wall over and over and over again, hoping to get a different result. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, which is, to be honest, a lot of companies. But uh, no, it, it's it's great because there's a lot of freedom there, and uh, people don't feel creatively stifled. Um, I don't think anybody feels any sort of glass ceiling there, and I that that uh it brings an entire different type of energy that you can see through the camera i mean you can see when guys are having fun or not their guys are having fun and like i said obviously a lot of people are really interested in what impact has been doing as of late how does that inspire the wrestlers backstage like hey guys like we have all eyes on us like let's go out there and do our best like what's the mentality like well, it's interesting because the the roster is made up from a lot of guys that this is sort of their first wrestling job, you know, and um, they've never been in a position where this is the type of spotlight of microscope. And I've been pleasantly surprised by like the amount of guys that like they're they're thriving under that type of pressure. You know, they enjoy it. They like it. And uh, I think that people are responding. A lot of guys are coming out of their shell, probably a year or two ahead of when they otherwise would have. There's a lot of growing pains at this level, especially for young guys. And there's some guys like take Ace Austin, for example, you know, he was one of my first matches coming back to impact and he's an extremely young performer for this level, you know, uh, being in his early twenties. Um, and I knew after the first couple we did, man, this, this kid's going to be really, really good. And within just an eight month span, he like, had such an acceleration in growth creatively and like his uh, aptitude and, and professional maturity, like just kept going and going and going. And now like, I mean, he's, he's a guy that can easily be dominant. I think at the top of the card and the way that, that he's put together. And a lot of the guys are like that. I mean, the, the rascals as a team have started to grow as individuals, uh, individual performers, you know, uh, Trey Miguel, especially breaking out in the way that he has. So it's not, it's been a position where I've seen over the last eight months to a year, most places you see during that amount of time, like there's going to be a handful of anchors that are heavily relied upon. And here I've seen so many guys that are like ready to, to keep moving up and keep moving up. And I, I think that the spotlight and the attention and the, the growth of it is exactly what they saw a year ago, which is another reason why I wanted to come. It's just one of those things I could see it on the horizon that, that it's going to start breaking off like this. And the guys, I think, are responding really well. And I think that's one of the gems because personally, as a fan, speaking from a fan's point of view, I think that's what the fans want. Though We want to see young, hot, fresh faces that are going out there and that they're showing a passion for what they're doing. And I think that's one of the things that we've been seeing. With that being said, there have been a lot of new additions to the Impact roster. What are your thoughts on, on some of the guys that we're seeing? Um, well, selfishly, I'm pretty happy because <laughs> a lot of the guys coming in are, are people that I've been friends with a while. I mean, I, I feel like the white elephant in the room of that question is probably, you know, um, Anderson and Gallows. And uh, I've known both of them for so long. Uh, you know, we actually both, we, we all just came from the same team, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and I'll probably be seeing them in Japan as well, which is nice. Um, and, uh, you know, Brian Myers and, uh, uh, you know, Heath. Heath is another guy I think is, is excellent and, and had so much uh, potential that has completely been untapped and an amazing attitude for, like, 
being a team player and making things work and people don't realize like how good he really is. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of guys coming over. I was, I was really, uh, um, pleasantly surprised by, uh, Deanna Parazzo when she was first coming. I mean, she's not the most recent like group of people coming in, but, um, but she immediately came in and, and being a technical wrestler, like that's my jam. So like, <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed that, you know, she came in and with that type of style and uh, is able to do that type of stuff. Cause you, you, I, I feel like there, there aren't a lot of women's technicians like that are pure technicians in that way. And I always thought that it was really unique that we had one of the few really great women's powerhouses in the company in Jordan Grace. So now for Deanna to come in, um, and to continue broadening the styles, which we already had, I think, a really good women's division. Um, I, I thought that that was really cool, and I really enjoy watching watching Deanna work. Um, for that reason, the, the Motor City Machine Guns, two you know, two more guys that that I've been friends with for a long time. So it was really nice to see them come back, especially with Chris Saban and like, um, you know, the amount of obstacles he's overcome like physically in his career, and especially now, like I feel like he is mentally the most complete wrestler that he's ever been. So for him to be physically feeling like he's good to put it all together and, and jump back in, I'm, I'm really happy about that. I think that was an awesome moment. Speaking for the Motor City Machine Guns, like that was so much fun to sort of see them come out. And it's like, yes, like they're back. And I think you've really felt people's <laughs> excitement overall, you know, on social media and all across the all across the board. And Deanna Perrazzo has definitely been, been making headwaves as well, which I think is great because we've all known that Impact has done a lot of things with their women's division. And they've always tend to be ahead of the curve of things so I think that adding more of you know people like Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo just kind of adds to that a little bit more but you've also been teaming with Fala Ba and he is an impressive talent what has that been like working with him and what are some of the things that impress you the most of, out of what he does uh it's like being at a family barbecue <laughs> all the time <laughs> <laughs> for better, Why is for that? <laughs> for for better or worse, uh, I we because you know we're both Filipino and we both hit it off immediately. Uh, he's honestly at least fifty percent of the reason why I chose to come to Impact. I um you know there's not a lot of, I mean there's not a lot of Asian American representation in wrestling anyway, but there's not a lot of and there's like no Filipino tag teams at yeah. all. Yeah, and uh, and I always thought he was very unique. Um, I posted a picture that somebody had sent me <laughs> comparing one of our pictures to Owen and Yokozuna. And, uh, and I thought it was funny, but I also thought it's a, it's a nice homage and it's a, it's a creative connection that some, somebody had made. But I had always thought that, you know, Fala had that sort of uniqueness that, that Yoko did, like where he's, he's got like, He's got the package of a of a heavyweight monster, but he's got so much charisma and he can do so many things that, that guys of his stature normally can't do. And he's really smart and he's got a lot of experience. And I just wanted to, I really wanted to work with him for a lot of reasons individually, let alone the fact that we share a heritage and we have a chance to do something, you know, for our community and just for wrestling that hadn't really been done in, in like being a Filipino tag team and and, um, and, and uh, continuing on that route. That's something that's always been important to me, I guess, you know, for people that have seen me now uh, from WWE and, and everywhere I've gone, like I've always had the flag, uh, you know, over my shoulder in some way. Um, 
you know, so it, it's been great because we, I mean, we, <laughs> we get along like we're Filipino brothers. Uh, so, and as the, as they joke, you know, we're all related. So, <laughs> so it just nice. makes for better chemistry, like not just in ring chemistry, but like even like promos or whatever it is that you guys do. If you guys already have that connection, it just makes things like so much easier. And here's the thing too, is that I wanted to bring up is that uh, night one impact emergence. You're going to be part of a triple threat match. Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, X division title. Tell us what we can expect. And what do you think about guys like Chris, like Chris Bay as well? Well, uh, they, I mean, speaking of guys that have been like sort of a supernova, I mean, he's been doing this as long as I like a couple. You guys had similar, you guys had similar (laughs) paths though. Like in terms um, of working the California independent scene and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's what I mean is like, I, I, I've seen him come up and he hasn't been doing this too terribly long, but he's already at this level. I mean, he's a champion obviously. And, uh, it's amazing how fast he got so incredibly good. So it's, it, it can be intimidating. I think not just, you know, for anybody that's around him because I mean, he just, he has this aura about him that like, it's just an aura of greatness and you, you know, you know, it's coming. And I, I remember telling him a year ago, like you were going to hit this level so fast and he did. And, uh, so you know we we've uh, we've been able to touch in the ring once, and I, I I was able to feel how good he is. He's he's really really great. Other other guys that are kind of making waves in the X division, like with like Rohit for example, you know the I I'm getting in with guys by jumping back into the X division pool. I'm getting in with guys that are extremely talented, and uh, and guys that that a lot of people haven't seen before or they haven't seen enough of yet, and uh, and. Um, yeah, I think that it'll make for some interesting matchups because I have sort of an old soul for wrestling and uh, I do have a pretty deep toolbox myself, but I'm, I'm looking forward to all the, the fresh matchups that I can make. What are your, some of, some of your goals within the company? Um, you know, tag gold is still like my primary thing. Uh, I came here specifically to be with Vala. And it's something that I really wanted to do. It's something I hadn't really done before. You know, I've, I've been an exhibition champion. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, cruiserweight champion in another company. And I, I've done, you know, junior title stuff or, you know, um, junior division stuff in other, in other uh, companies around the world. And uh, I really wanted to be able to do something different. So tag team gold would be a very primary thing for me and Fala. Um, I do want to jump back into the X Division and uh, throw my name into like the world title stuff. I would like to to break out as a singles performer. I guess not break out, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I see but, what you mean. But uh, uh, I guess pick up the ball that they keep trying to hand me. I guess is probably the the right way to put it. Uh, but you know, I mean, ever since coming in, I think the the idea that the the company really wanted to to make a lot of fresh singles matches, and I kept like. I don't know, like taking a dog on a walk. I kept trying to take them in a different direction with me and follow like, this is what I want to do. And I, I feel like they're like, okay, we, we've let you go on this walk now. We also want you to do some other stuff. So I am looking forward to doing a lot of the, the matches that I think are out there for me as a singles performer. Um, I had some great ones over the last year. Vikingo in Mexico was one that a lot of a lot. Oh of man, really he's liked. just so um, incredibly talented as well. I mean, some of the stuff that he has done, you're oh, just he's like, automatic. did I just yeah. see that? He, yeah, he's incredible. Um, and a hard worker too. 
<laughs> he's, I've literally seen him wrestle until he can't walk anymore. I mean, he's, he's amazing. He'll go until he is empty. Um, you know, Josh Alexander and I had a great singles match. Uh, Daga, I had a couple with Michael Elgin uh, previously. Um, Ace Austin as well. Uh, so there's a lot of singles matches I, that I had done that I was particularly proud of. And I, I, I know that the, the company would like to keep continue mat- making those matches as well. And there's a lot of guys, like I said before, I mean, there's so many, everybody in this company is incredible. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that if I were not in a tag setting, that there's a lot of matches there to, to be made um, for me as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that and, uh, you know, hopefully stealing some, <laughs> stealing everybody's titles for a little bit and then I'll give them back. But here's the thing too, is that you mentioned like, oh, I'm doing this, but I also want to do that. Or I want to do this, but they want me to do that. The thing is that you're not being put necessarily, you're not being kept in a box. And I think that is, that's a pro man, because you're given like all these opportunities that you can just take it and like go with it, which I think is pretty (laughs) awesome. So now before we move on to the lightning round portion of our interview, I do want to ask you in terms for all those people that you're like, you should come over and watch Impact Wrestling. What do you want to say to those that haven't given Impact Wrestling a try yet? Um, well, I would say that the key word is wrestling. I mean, there's the roster here is so great, and I feel like a lot of them, like everybody's carved out exactly who they are. So if you grew up on wrestling, you know, there, there's a lot of it that you fell in love with that doesn't necessarily have to do with you know, the moves you see and the stuff that that is creatively done in the ring. Um, But I think there's been a tipping point over the last decade or so where, you know, a lot of that which draws us in as 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 new viewers or, you know, us as kids, um, wrestling gets lost in the shuffle of that. And I feel like I'm in a place now where there's such a great balance where you have these amazing diverse characters. They're not capped in the stories that, that are playing out. And when they get in the ring, we're not capped in the ring either because a lot of guys in other places are capped and, and, and here we're not. And I think that makes, that's what makes the magic, man. I mean, we're able to go out and literally manufacture magic whenever we want because we have freedom on all levels. And so for anybody that hasn't seen Impact um, recently or at all, I would just say like everything you fell in love with with wrestling, if you like wrestling, you'll find it here because there's something for everyone. The characters are amazing. The wrestling is amazing. I don't think you can check off any more boxes uh, as far as uh, what you would want to see in a company. I love that. Well said. Well said. Uh, TJP, it is now time for our lightning round. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you 10 questions, 10 random questions about yourself, and you just go ahead and answer them however you feel. It's usually a fun way for people to get to know you and just overall a good time. So guys, are we ready for a lightning round with TJP? Here we go. Question number one, what's the longest amount of time you have gone nonstop playing video games? Oh, how, what's the normal uh, span of like sunlight in a day? <laughs> well, we're talking about like 24 hours, 12, like oh, God. 24 hours full day. Have you done 24 hours? Uh, no, I remember specifically as a kid waking up and having a piece of toast for breakfast. It was really early in the morning sitting down and turning on my Nintendo. I think it was still regular Nintendo at the time. Might've been Super NES, I'm not sure. Uh, 
and I played until sunset. And I remember thinking, God, I'm getting up finally because I'm starving and the sun has gone down. And that's how long I played from like, I don't know, 8 a.m. until like <laughs> 5 p.m. So that's awesome. sometimes it can be really long. Yeah. You're like, where did the whole day go, man? The entire, the entire day was gone. <laughs> Question number two, name your favorite fictional character. This oh, can be from anywhere. Yeah, Deadpool, for sure. Nice, nice. Deadpool. He's super funny. Yeah. Question number three. What would you say is your spirit animal? Uh, Deadpool, for sure. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh, I have two baby pigs downstairs, uh, so I, I feel like they're a pretty good match for me. You know, I, I feel like people see, you know, what they see in me, like, in, like, a creative fashion or like you know what they see on screen and they think like oh he's he's uh this dynamic maybe exciting sort of outgoing person and um whatever 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 i am like the biggest loafer ever and, <laughs> and i love my baby pigs for that reason because they have such the same personality i just <laughs> I, I'm such a slug around the house and I feel like they, they match my energy pretty well. I get excited when I want to eat. That's so <laughs> I almost they, feel like they, if you didn't say your piggies, they would sort of be offended. Like we're the animal in your home and we're not your spirit well, animal. The, the, you know, the thing is that they're aware that they're sort of famous. So they, they know that people know them, especially the girl. She's She soaks it up. So, you know, they, 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 they would let me hear it if if, I felt, if they felt like I, I knocked them down a peg. Hey. She's like, you have a diva in your house, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, question number four, what is your most used emoji? Oh, man. That's not safe for work. Uh... Oh, <laughs> you only left my mind there to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I probably probably the uh, the the blushing kiss face. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's probably that the pretty much ninety percent of my texts all go to to my girl, and, and uh, that's the most common one I send because uh, we're const I'm constantly traveling, so we're not always in the same place at the same time. Um, so oftentimes I, I need to send her cute things 24 seven to make sure that she gets the attention that she needs. You're um, like, don't forget that's, that's about me while I'm gone. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, she's definitely swinging down to, to, to get to me. So <laughs> I definitely need to make sure she doesn't forget about me. <laughs> awesome. Question number five, what was your favorite toy as a kid? Probably be a tie between the Ecto one Ghostbusters car or uh, probably like my WWF action figures you know I had like all the old like spring loaded move action stuff so probably that actually maybe Ninja Turtles nice, probably go nice. Ninja Turtles. I was a I big Turtles kid I love that uh, question number six if you owned your own island what would you call it tattooing maybe well, what's um, that tattooing yeah Nice. Tat Tatooine. Yeah. Oh, okay. My, uh, my 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 alternate answer to your to I think it was your first question probably would have been Anakin Skywalker as far as fictional characters and so I love I love that universe and that lore and I grew up in Los Angeles so you know I grew up you know out west in the desert so to speak and 
I've always been sort of reclusive a little bit. So I feel like, you know, if I had my own island or my own planet, it would be it would be Tatooine, just my own little corner of the galaxy that people would be transient and come visit and be up to no good and then leave. That's awesome. That's the dream. All right. That's the dream, <laughs> especially right now. Oh, yeah. Qu question number seven. <laughs> What's your go to dance move on the dance floor? Well, if I say if I say the dab, then 100,000 internet wrestling fans will flame me to death on Twitter. So I'm not going to say. Even though everyone secretly uh, does it, okay? Everyone secretly does it, even if they're not a fan. <laughs> um, I, don't, like, I, I don't know what it would be called. I, went, I mean, being a Filipino kid, especially growing up uh, in Filipino families and being there like on holidays and stuff and I often danced for quarters for my Filipino aunts and uncles. That's just the nice. way it is in, in, <laughs> in Filipino families. And uh, so I used to, to do a little break dancing when I was a kid. And there's like this little like leg tail whip thing. It's like a break dancing thing. I've done it a couple of times just for fun, like in the ring, just to be funny. But uh, probably that thing. I don't know what it's called, but. Yeah, just a little swirly thing. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it as an answer. Uh, question number eight. If it rained food, what food item do you wish fell from the sky? Everyone's dream. Uh, man, I guess uh, all things equal. If uh, food can safely transport through the air and not be spoiled and hit the ground just fine. And I guess we're thinking 10 second rule here, but uh pizza i'd probably go pizza it's my go-to for anything if i if i want something that i just i want and it's not like i gotta eat this because i'm trying to be like healthy hardworking superstar guy um then it's definitely pizza when when i can just choose it's always pizza perfect answer perfect answer uh question number nine what's the craziest thing you've ever done uh i mean other than my job uh I don't know. Um, <laughs> like being professor is pretty crazy. I'm, I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm kind of a square man. I'm I I I've never drank. I've never done any drugs. I, I don't like have anything against it. I just have never like been thrilled by by uh, by crazy stuff necessarily. Um, <sighs> craziest thing I've ever done. Or maybe something you would like to do, but you have it. That's like crazy. You know, I'd really like to go skydiving or like um, base jumping, that sort of thing. Uh, I'm pretty good friends with PJ Black over in, in Ring of Honor and, and he's just insane at it. I mean, he, he's always uh, he's always doing stuff like that. And uh, and he's he's very slowly roping me into to oh. committing to trying it one day. Um, but but uh, but it's definitely something I would love to do. Um, I don't have a lot of fears in the world, so that it's weird that I'm not like a thrill seeker in that way. I guess I'm just too <laughs> lazy minded. But it is, that is something I would love to do. Hey, you never know. Leave all the opportunities open. We never know. We might see you jumping off of a plane. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, question number 10. Last one. What's your favorite city to wrestle in? Oh, I mean, Los Angeles for sure. I mean, being at home, especially, uh, you know, having the opportunity over the last few years to do, to be like in the Staples Center, like the Anaheim Ponds, these arenas that I grew up watching my heroes in has been incredible. I, I always love coming back to L.A. I have a really good connection with um, with, uh, you know, my hometown city and, and they're great because they're they're very <laughs> the 
they'll let you hear it. You know, they don't they don't care how loyal they are to you, which they will always stay loyal to you to a fault. But they'll they'll let you hear it if they're not happy with you. So I love it there because like the the love is real. And um, but I like I like Tokyo a lot. Uh, you know, op- opening a tour at Cork and Hall is always a pretty pretty fun experience. Um, Mexico City would probably be the, my other answer though. Mexico City is amazing. Uh, Arena Mexico is, is my favorite venue probably in the entire world and the culture there. Um, you know, Mexican wrestling fans are incredible. Lucha Libre is my favorite culture for wrestling. Um, so I would say Mexico City. If I had to pick one more domestically, I, I might say Brooklyn. I like I like New York. Um, fans there are similar to LA. They'll let you hear it, but uh, I get a lot of love from New York fans. Um, yeah, no, I get you. Being an LA native, that is like the number one city, the best place to perform at, I would say, hands down. Um, TJP, honestly, thank you so much for this interview. This has been a whole lot of fun just, you know, chatting it up with you about Impact Wrestling and all this other random stuff. But before we go, where can people find you on social media? Uh, well, I don't have too terribly much of it, but, uh, all of it can be found at mega TJP. You can find me on Instagram there, uh, Twitter as well. And then my uh, Twitch, uh, channel is, is coming along slowly, but surely, I mean, I've always been on Twitch, but in a very informal way, but, um, uh, you can see me streaming a lot lately. So if you have anything that you have requests for, for people that have been watching, or if you want to check it out, twitch.tv slash mega TJP, um, you can find, uh, well, I was going to say all my merchandise, but most of my merchandise at Pro Wrestling Tees under TJP. But this one is actually a special collaboration. So if anybody's been looking at this one while we've been talking the last few minutes, you'd have to go to Hustle Clothing, uh, Legal Hustle Clothing. Um, they're a Calgary-based uh, streetwear company. Um, they made this shirt uh, from my new special move, the Mamba Splash. It looks awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, mega TJP on all my socials is where you can find me. And, uh, and thanks everybody for listening because honestly, without you guys, there's no me. So I appreciate it. 100%. And I'm going to go ahead and add all of those links in the description box. You guys can check all of that stuff out. But once again, thank you so much to TJP. Do not forget to give this video a like, subscribe to the channel for more. And in the comments section below, let me know what you guys thought of this interview until next time. We'll see you guys later. Bye everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please don't forget to leave me a super nice review and a five-star rating. Plus, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo for funny wrestling commentary, guest updates, silly live stuff, and more.